0: I'd like to read from the book of Daniel, chapter 1, verses 8 through 12. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. And the prince of the eunuchs said unto Daniel, I fear my lord the king who hath appointed your meat and your drink. For why should he see your faces worse liking than the children which are of your sort? Then shall ye make me endanger my head to the king. Then said Daniel to Melzar, whom the prince of the eunuchs had said over Daniel, Hanani, Mishael, and Azariah. We also know them as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, prove thy servants. I beseech thee, ten days, and let them give us pulse to eat and water to drink. Tonight, I feel like a, God gave me a word for this church. Um, the, the word for tonight is just a simple, united. The, my title is united. Let's pray, church, before we say, Lord, I pray that you anoint me to speak and do only what you have given me. Lord, nothing more, nothing less, in the name of Jesus, anoint their ears and their hearts and their minds, God, to receive your words, Lord Jesus, in your name we pray, amen. You can be seated, church. I was reading a devotional, Unity, and I came across a great explanation for the word unity. In this devotional, they described unity like this. We have all heard the phrase, divide and conquer. In war, this strategy forces the enemy to divide their defenses and leaves them vulnerable. Satan uses these same tactics against the body of Christ. He seeks to divide and conquer because he knows this unified church is weak. But what is unity? Unfortunately, many think unity means sameness. This is not true. Unity is not uniformity. Instead, unity can be defined as any group of people who are characterized by a shared purpose, vision, or direction. It's not about being the exact same, but about advancing toward the same goal. Think about a football team. There are different positions on the field. Each position has different skill sets, roles, responsibilities. But all the players on the team march toward the same end zone because it's their goal is the same. Our common goal is advancing God's kingdom through sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. When believers come together and operate in biblical unity, we will no longer be divided or conquered. We will be victorious. Today, as we turn our attention to Daniel, we have to look no farther than chapter 1 to see how important unity is. We find in chapter 1 that Daniel and his friends are in prison. They're in captivity in a strange land. And as we read, we see how they came together as a unit. Four young men who decided they were going to fast and pray together to stand for what they believe in. It's so important that we understand how much power is in unity. These four men united together and changed their entire world. And we church must do the same as these men. Come together, united, to change the world around us. We only have to skip a few chapters to see how important this fast was going to be. We find that three Hebrew boys standing before a king that was very angry. And in this moment, they, as a unit, had to decide how much they loved God. Not just God, but for one another as well. We were, were they going to have each other's backs? One of them could have easily said, Okay, I'll worship your idol. And most likely the other two would have followed. We then wouldn't be able to read about the fiery furnace. Or Daniel in the lion's den. How the angels of God protected them. Which all started from chapter 1 where we find them united together, fasting. Because they had each other's backs and stood for what they believed in, they changed an entire nation. Four men united changed an entire country. Church, four men Four men. And we as a church united can do the same. We can change our cities, our communities, the world around us. There's power in unity, church. I feel like God really wanted me to talk to you tonight about unity. We are living in the last of the last days. Things are only going to get worse and worse. We are going to need each other more than ever before. We must become more united than ever before, church. Men, we must find other men who will hold us accountable. Women, you must find other women who will hold you accountable. Men and women who we can trust, who we won't get upset at. We have to pray for one another, fast for each other. It's having each other's backs, praying together, fasting together, rooting for each other. Oftentimes when I fast for something... Specific, I will ask others to join me. Just like when we seen the Daniel and the three Hebrew boys, I will ask other brothers in the church to fast with me. Because there is so much power when we are unified. We can change our world and our communities, our families. We just have to come together as a unit. Pray together. Fast together. I know I, I'm saying the same thing. I wanted to get into your into your mind, into your heart. But we have to come together and have each other's backs. Yes. Just like Daniel and his friends. We can also look in the book of Esther and find a great example of unity. We find that the Jews are in the dark, a dark and trying time in their history. The king has sent out a decree that all Jews were to be killed. So we read to Esther and Mordecai, and the people of Israel come together, united praying and fasting together. And God honored their unity and sacrifice and changed the heart of the king and saved the lives of his people. What a great example of unity. They were were facing certain death. Certain death. And they came together and fasted. God honored it. You know, there is power in unity. There is power in unified prayer. There's power in unified fasting. Look what happened in the revival. The pastor asked us all to fast. Pick one day before the revival. And we came together. I know that most of us in here did something through those three or four days. And the power was here. That was a great revival. And it came from unity. Because we unified together in spirit and the truth. And that's what has to be done in these last days. As it becomes worse and worse. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 18, Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done of them in my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. The Bible has many great scriptures on unity. Iron sharpeth iron, so man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. One body with many parts. For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. Let nothing be done in strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. And let us consider one another to provoke into love and good works. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, like we are tonight. As the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And so much the more, as ye see day approach. And above all things, have fervent love among yourselves. For love shall cover the multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging as every man hath received the gift even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of god beloved if god so loved us we ought to also love one another these are all scriptures it's pretty clear what god wants us to do he wants us unified he wants us to love each other to, to pray for each other to fast for each other to have each other's backs and if we come together as a church, four men changed an entire world. They changed an entire country. Think about what we can do as a church of 150 people. Think about the uni- unified prayer. If we came together, we're getting ready to go. We're going to need each other. We're getting ready to go into Montgomery where we're going to need each other. We're going to need everybody, all hands on deck. If we unify together, we can change this valley. This valley will be turned upside down. Upside down. This week, I challenge you to come together as a unit, men and women. Men find other men, and women find other women that you can connect with either by text or messenger or group me, whatever you got. And pray one for another. Help each other through the week. I love this church, and I'm very excited to see how God uses this church in the future. Let's all stand. Let's pray, church. Father, I pray that you will speak to us tonight. Help us to become a more united church, to reach out to one another, encourage one another, to root for each other, Lord, to have one another's backs, Lord Jesus. Oh, God. Just allow us to unify, Lord Jesus, to have the same goals, Lord Jesus. To approach the same goals, Lord Jesus. In your name, Lord God, help us to be a unified body.